MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. The Cowboys are seven-point favorites against the Packers this weekend, and I am excited to see how they manage to mess it up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text Hope NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to the big game preview with the Gridiron Gals. We are honored to be (laughs) joined by Rita and Chelsea. Always love having the family reunion. Uh, Ladies, thank you so much for hopping on with us. It's a family reunion. I, I'm always gonna find an opportunity to sing, bro. So Chelsea's so sick of me on the podcast. So y'all gotta get it too, because I'm always gonna drop a, a line. I always got a song. Wrote a song about it. Want to hear? Here it go. <laughs> if you're not subscribed to the Gridiron Gals anywhere you get your podcast, do so immediately. Uh, one of our favorite podcasts anywhere in the world, and two of our favorite people any uh, anywhere in the world, and. We are so excited to talk about the Super Bowl with y'all. First up, uh, let's not. just start where we got to start, Rita. My condolences. <laughs> We're so excited to talk. I'm not excited about <laughs> shit. I don't want to see the shit. <laughs> I'm excited about the Usher Bowl. That's what I'm oh, excited yeah. about. That's going to be a moment. So, Rita is a big uh, Ravens fan. Everyone on this podcast was was rooting for the Ravens. Um and I've been in your shoes many times with the 49ers over the last several years of really sure going into championship weekend. It was supposed to be our year and some absolute dog shit happened. And then I was like, I got to watch these motherfuckers in the Super Bowl. I have no interest in that. So first of all, how? Yeah. I mean, you're obviously a football fanatic, but like what your excitement level is at a zero. You have like no interest really. In- <laughs> watch it i mean um am i excited about it no we just saw the same matchup four years ago so no i'm not excited i saw it already i mean I, maybe that the, maybe the ending changes this time around so i guess we're gonna watch to see if it's a different outcome but 
No, I'm not excited. I'm fucking tired of the Chiefs, dog. I thought that we was done with the shit when Tom Brady left. So now you got to tell me I got to start the cycle all over again with with February 14th ending Black History Month, Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> I'm, 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 hey, How do you when, feel about when, Lamar watching it? How do you feel about Lamar watching that game? Uh, I don't know what the hell Lamar was doing, quite frankly. Um... Watching that game was very disappointing because Lamar decided to make an executive decision of, an, I guess, maybe in his mind, he thought he was going to have a shootout against Mahomes. And I don't think, I don't think Mahomes, maybe now, I, I, can, I can only say now what I think about Mahomes. I don't think Mahomes cares about um, like passing attempts and all of those things. Like his legacy is already cemented, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. Mahomes going to pass the ball off 20 plus times. He don't care because, you know, he he's proven himself at this point as opposed to like Lamar, I guess, because he hasn't made a Super Bowl appearance. He hasn't proven himself. So I, I guess Lamar in his mind said, oh, I, I'm going to make this like a duel. But Lamar has to understand that as great as he is, as of right now, Mahomes is just on a different stratosphere than everybody else. And that's okay, right? Like, you can still win Super Bowls with who you are and your talent. So he tried to be somebody he was not. And, yo, like, how many times do we sit here and talk about inauthenticity? Like, this shit just always going to backfire on you. I don't even understand, like, who the hell he was out there that day. And I don't think he understands either. So I hope he learned the lesson here. Be you, bro. At all times. So you think he was putting pressure on himself? It wasn't the situation that was the pressure? was the pressure he puts on himself? Like I think to, it's to... both, right? I okay, think it's okay. both. I, I think it's a little bit of both. But but my thing is, is this. You, you're only down 10 points going into halftime. So the, there was no real pressure there, right? Like, you had a whole half of football that was left that you could have made up for, you know, what you didn't do in the first half. And he still just chose not to. I... I Contrary to popular belief, right? Because, like, you know, people say, oh, I don't listen to outside noise. Even if you don't, like, go looking for it, it's going to come to you. He Mm -hmm. goes on Twitter. I'm sure that For You tab, because you know that For You tab automatically just be there when you log in, right? (laughs) And so you start seeing stuff in the algorithm. And so I know that he sees the same stuff we all see, right? You just can't tell me that he just was like, oh, you know, I don't see anything about me. He sees it the same way we do. He hears it the same way we do. Everyone I, hears the noise. Like, yeah, it, like, whether, like you, whether you want to or not, you hear it, right? You have family members. You have yep. friends that and text you. you see this? 100%. So I, I, think he got caught, I think he got caught up in trying to change a narrative that he didn't have to change. Because now we're still having a conversation about Lamar's legacy. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Yeah. Like, you know, we um we discussed on, on the last episode about that moment when Odell sat next to him on the bench and was like, bro, you got to get out here and scramble. That's when shit opens up for us, man. And like Lamar just was it just seemed like he just was just like tapped out like he wasn't just locked in. And, you know, going back to what you said, like, you know, we go back to the quarterbacky controversy, right? The, the game after that, he has perhaps the best fucking game of his career. Perfect passer rating. You know what I'm saying? Ball that fuck out. And, you know, you know, there, there is a part of me that that is like, you know, maybe he is listening to the noise. Maybe he is trying to prove the skeptics wrong who's saying he can't do it from the pocket. And I'm just of the belief, you know, fuck those people. Go out there and do you, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the league. And it's and it's due to your legs and your arm, bro. You got to mix that shit up, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely with you. I think that perhaps the noise probably did get to him. But on 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 the other end of the spectrum, the play calling by Munkin did no fucking favors at all either. No, just a terrible no, game that he called. And it didn't. But again, like, yo, some of that stuff is Lamar checking out of run plays, too. Like, he got to take yeah, some accountability RPOs, here, sure. right? Like. No, it didn't help, right? But I, there's so, so many bad choices in those games. Like, literally, like, Rashad Bateman is beating whoever is on him on the outside. Lamar don't even want to look his way. I don't know what the relationship that they have. Maybe they're cool. I don't know. But they don't have a love fest when it comes to the football field. So, for whatever reason, like, this dude just don't get looks. And he just does not look his way like at all. And while, and so while Todd Munkin does play a responsibility here, because I didn't like a lot of the sets that they were in anyway, like you get Mark Andrews back, but we don't see a lot of two tight end sets. I don't understand that. I mean, then the whole situation with running the ball, which yes, that is some of him too. Like, I, I don't know what anybody was doing. Right. The problem that I have is that 
this is not the first time we've seen this. And this, the reason why Greg Roman got fired was because people felt like he wasn't doing a good enough job in the playoffs. But the same shit that I saw in that game, I literally saw when they lost to the Bills in the 2020 playoffs and when they lost to the Titans in the 2019 playoffs. So it's the same script, just different coordinator. You know who's the common denominator? The head coach and the quarterback. So got to be something going on here. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about this uh, this week's game. Uh, as as uh, excited as Rita is to talk about it, uh, I'm gonna add, let's go around the horn. I want all four of you guys, ladies first, obviously. Give me a, a a game prediction from your head and a game prediction from your heart. What do you think is gonna happen? What do you want to happen um, with this rematch? Like you said from a couple years ago, Charles. I'm so conflicted here. Can I just say how conflicted I am? I don't want the 49ers to get six rings. Oh, I didn't even think about the Niners Cowboys thing. That is part of, that's a big part of why I want the win. We used to have the under, we used to have being undefeated over y'all and we don't have that anymore, but get into six, you know, we could, we could have that. And and I actually shared a a post that I made in 2013 when the Ravens beat the uh, 49ers in the Super Bowl. Bowl, And I said, I'm here in Baltimore watching this game to bring the energy to make sure they don't get six rings. And I'd be damned. (laughs) So that part of me, the other part of me is just tired of the the machine. I'm tired of Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. I know it's illegal to say this in America. I'm tired of that lady that they keep showing. I'm tired of her. I'm sure she's a lovely person, but I'm tired of that lady. I'm tired of seeing her. I'm tired of having her fake surprise that she's popular and fake surprise that she went in awards. She get on my nerves. So I, my, my head says, well, I get my head and the heart is the same. I, I do think that the chiefs will win. Um, if they lost, I would be, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the only thing I'll be able to say is no six rings for you, but like, <laughs> I, I need the machine to be shut down for a second. I, I think my head and heart is the same. I think it's the chief. Rita, what about you? Um, my head says that you should not bet against Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's a bad idea. Like you're going to lose money every time, right? Like it just is what it is for the most part. Uh, he's just been successful and it ain't nothing we can do about it. Right. My heart says that anybody that can pick on a fucking kicker who sings opera for fun, <laughs> lame clowns, Whatever you want to call it, for I people want for to- people who didn't see, and Rita is a, a clearly a Justin Tucker stand, but uh, Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes rolled up on the Ravens kicker while he was warming up, kicked his helmet, you know, told him to move out of their way, and all this other shit. Like I mean, Kelsey talking about he was trying to intimidate us. The man ain't that much bigger than me, y'all. How is <laughs> Justin Tucker trying to intimidate your big ass? Okay? Like, in his video out there, like, you can clearly tell, like, him and Mahomes are, like, having regular chit-chat, right? And then he come Travis Kelsey, fake bonehead ass over there throwing shit around, you know, trying. he the one that's trying to intimidate somebody, the fucking kicker, like, of all people, the man that sings <laughs> opera when he wants to just do something different. Like, y'all some fucking clowns. I don't care what nobody says. Y'all a bunch of cornballs for that. He's the kicker. You knew you could pick on his little ass. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the 49ers beat the shit out of the fucking Chiefs because that's, that's clownery. That's clownery. Hey, I, I tell you what, they won't try the 49ers kicker like that. Trent Williams is going to be oh, no, no, no. Spot. Hey, sure <laughs> hey he, he is the <laughs> first man on the scene whenever some shit hey, pops he up. He already know. He, <laughs> yeah. know who, he know who to pick with. <laughs> I don't think anybody knew that that was like happening when it was happening because I feel like people would have came over and did something. You know what I'm saying? But like, I was surprised that he act like such a child. Like, I was really, I heard it, but when I saw the video, I was like, did you know this man's helmet? Sure did. And then, like, kick, you know, him and him and uh, Mahomes talk, and he just puts the little kicker plate thing back down, and then Mahomes like throws it like a fucking kid when he walks away. Your bitch ass ain't even do it in his face. Like, <laughs> what kind of clown shit is that, dog? I thought Mahomes senior taught you better than that. If you gonna stand on your shit, stand on your shit and say this. That's is the my white side. side. That's the white side. 
You can say he's a white sider, or you can say he's a baseball player at heart. You know, either way, it's the same shit. It was corny. It was corny. Don't come in my mentions about it. I don't care. Like, prior to that, I never really had a problem with Patrick Mahomes, like, ever. Like, outside of that whole offside shit, right? Because the man was clearly on the other side of the field. And you was upset about something that was right for a change, right? Like <laughs> They were mad the refs called something correctly. With, so, like, right, you right. Know, so, right. so, damn them for calling it right. You're mad that they called it on you because you're so used to getting the calls, right? So, that was, that was my first time that I was like, ah, I don't like it. But that that Justin Tucker situation, I was like, hey, that's nasty business, dog. So I am rooting for the 49ers to do some major damage in this game, some redemption of sorts, because Jimmy G ain't there to fuck it up no more. So Right. But your head is on, uh, is the, the Chiefs. Unfortunately. Are, yeah. Okay. I, All right. No. Can't, can't, can't. I would not put money on the 49ers because I've been burned way too many times by the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs at this point. Very fair, Tyler. What are you thinking right now? Um, I'm I'm leaning all the way on and hunch. I'm just not even going to try to like rationalize this with hard, tangible, statistical anal you know analysis. I just think the Chiefs do it. Like that's been my fucking you know that's been my call for the whole postseasons, bro. I'm just not counting my homes out. I'm not counting them out here again. And also, like I said, this isn't anything necessarily rooted in like you know tangible analysis, but. It is something that's rooted in kind of like anecdotal evidence that we've seen in the past where how the football gods always balance the scales. And I feel like Brock Purdy, you know, the shit that he's gotten away with this postseason, like that pick six that got dropped versus Green Bay, that would have uh, locked that game up for Green Bay. That that pick that bounced off, off of that Lions defender's face that, that would have locked mm-hmm. up the game if that he called planned. it. That was planned. Right? <laughs> right? I just, look. I was at MJ Larry Bird. He called it. He called it. Yeah, he called it. Yeah. Called it off the glass. Look, bro, like I said, the, the motherfucking football guys, they always balance the scales and they do it in the most, the biggest stage at the most tragic way. Like those motherfuckers have like a Greek playwright pin when it comes to this shit, bro. Like I think shit's going to get ugly for Brock. I think he probably doesn't hit 220 yards. I think it's probably those two picks and it's not going to be an indictment on, you know, he's a fraud or whatever. Like I said, he's only have got really one full season under his belt. We'll see what he does moving forward. But like I said, bro, it's, it's nothing rooted in anything tangible. It's just the shit that I've seen with, with how the football gods balance the scales, bro. As far as me, like, the shit I've been, I've been watching a little bit of this shit. People been talking about it or whatever. But I just feel like, from what y'all have said, from what I've watched, you know, what I'm saying the Chiefs, like the whole, the whole in the defense is running. You know what I mean? Like y'all are saying that the Ravens should have ran more. They got the best running back in the game. You know what I mean? Like that's what I think they're kind of built to beat the Chiefs. Um, so that's what my brain is saying. Like the better team is the 49ers, and they're beat. They're built in a way to beat the Chiefs. You feel me? But I just <sighs> look at my boy. Look at I, my I boy just, with the breakdown. He's watched 45 yeah, minutes of football. He hit his shit. John, yeah, John. 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 Yeah. Oh. 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 You have been, I think you're watching more than you letting on. You, your analysis was a little bit too. I think you, I think you tipped your hand. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, nah, I wish I watched a little more. I wish I watched a little more. But yeah. I feel like that, but I feel like, bro, like, how you gonna root against Mahomes? So my 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 heart is my heart is saying Mahomes. You know what I mean? All right, my heart is I'm rooting for the 49ers. Obviously, a lifelong 49ers fan. Let me. I'm not gonna pretend that my head has not been influenced by my heart, but here's my intellectual case. Aside from just being a fan, first of all, as a fan, I had a mysterious illness in February of 2020 that made me lose my sense of <laughs> COVID taste and smell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, I was down bad enough that my wife made me go to the urgent care, which is the only reason any men survive to the age no, <laughs> to retirement. No, no, age. Wait, wait, no, no. I, I want to say a, a particular thing yeah. that he texted us. He said, "Mike texted us during this is before COVID came here. He texted us. He's like, you know that that part of when you're sick where you think you're gonna die. Like he t- and we we're like, no, Nick. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Like he actually thought he was gonna die. And I'm like, no. And then, I, you know, he I was having trouble breathing. Right. Shar yeah. literally was like, you need, I'm taking you to urgent care. Oh like, I'm not God, telling man. you need to go. Like, you're just going. And so they x-rayed my chest because they were hearing that I have fluid in my lungs, all this other shit. So I watched the Super Bowl with my son, who's a big football fan, my daughter. I was on the other side of the house from the TV, watching the TV 
sitting with a mask on. I was probably the first, per- I, like, you know, at that time, they just told me, if you're going to be in the house with your family, you need to put this on. And so that was how I watched the Super Bowl with my family on the other side of the house. And my son looking over, my, every time my son looked at me, he looked like he was about to start crying. So I need emotionally, like, the let's try this again reset. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need that. Now, my intellectual case for the 49ers is, I think John hit it on the head, which is there's no question if you line up 22 versus 22, the 49ers have a better team than the Chiefs. I don't deny at all that if you're going to have one dude who's way better than the other dude, you'd rather be the quarterback than the fucking running back. It's like 100%. But... I've actually been thinking of what Tyler's rationale was, but in the other direction. There are football guys, and they do tend to check a guy that's going to go and win five or six Super Bowls. And my case is Brock Purdy being Eli Manning to Pat Mahomes' Tom Brady. Like, he's not a game manager. He's good enough to make some, like, crazy stuff happen. The Niners have a defense with a pass rush that could really be a problem for Pat Mahomes. And we and we can run the ball against. I think Mina said like they're the 18th best run defense in the league, and I don't think Kyle Shanahan, like she was saying, is going to fall into the trap that the the Ravens play callers did of we're trying to prove some narrative. Like if they can get seven yards of carry, they will run the fucking if they ball. They can get three yards of carry. It means yeah, you only still got to run. It means you got that. That's another down where you got that you inched up a little bit more. I yeah. want to know this though, Mike. Yeah. Down to me, like y'all saying the football guard is racist. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> the football guard Eli was fun. Look, look at the Lamar. We've been, we've been, no, we've been talking about this. The football guards are on the side of Trent Williams and Debo Samuel. You know, that's that's what that's where that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at with it. I got a question. I, you. I got a question for y'all. We talked about this in the last pod in the pod before this, and I think we got it wrong initially, but I think we corrected in the last pod. So we said, who is the most handsome person on the field? Is it not Fred Warner? Am I tripping? Oh, he's gorgeous. Nigga. Nice looking man. Nigga. We, we, we asked, we fucked around on Black History Month and said it was Kelsey. And Fred Warner, I think he running. He running. So he got a fade from a fucking black barber. I didn't say that. I said it was, I said it, I didn't say that. I said it was Brandon Ayu. I, was like, Brandon, I, I didn't know who Fred Warner was because I don't watch the game. Then I went, I went in because uh, Jackson actually said, he put it in the chat, like, I think it's Fred Warner. I, went, I say, nigga, this nigga beautiful. Nigga, like, nice objectively beautiful. You feel what I'm it's saying? It's to the point where it doesn't, he doesn't look like he should be such a savage on the field. It, it makes him almost like a psychopath. Like, you got to <laughs> be some kind of psychopath to be this beautiful of a man and a complete maniac. You could have been a cologne like model, nigga. <laughs> you could have been in that motherfucker. You know how they always have the weirdest cologne commercials? Like he could have been that handsome ass nigga doing some. And like you know what I'm out there. Right, right. And he's out there destroying people's lives on the field and enjoying it. I, I, I want to say something here because I do at once once Travis Kelsey shaved off that mustache and that beard and he looked like a MAGA man. I think that we should have thrown all the narratives about him being good looking out the window. Yeah, he, yeah. he is a very average looking white man. Okay? Without and the extra... The beard and the black woman made him look really yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, let's talk about it. You it know was what I'm saying? made him attractive. <laughs> like, he, those, he those, are like, those are great enhancements to a white guy. Dress- <laughs> the way he dressed, the way he ate. She married him, and when he, when they, as soon as they broke up, when he shaved the beard, did everything, now he just showed up to Vegas in a, a size 5X sweatsuit, a red sweatsuit. I said, you know what he looked like? What is the, um, what's the, the movie with the, with the white guy was the, was a rapper, and he was like a rapper in the, um. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my oh, movie. Shit. Oh, Malibu, Malibu. Malibu's most wanted. Yeah, yeah, that, that's how he looked. Malibu. Malibu. <laughs> most wanted. Most Malibu's wanted. most wanted, yeah. Malibu's that's, most that's, wanted. That's how he showed up to Vegas looking like that dude. I was like, why is his sweatsuit so huge? It was huge. He lied to us, man. <laughs> he ain't got when, no skin. When, when, he, when he cut the beard and we saw the mustache, that's how I was like, Bad yeah, cuckoo. He yeah. don't have his own swag. He he was he, It was like osmosis. He was getting the swag from Kayla. She now was his stylist, no you know what I mean? She was his stylist, yeah. <laughs> it is 100% for everyone. He ain't getting no swag from the index finger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, that lady ain't giving off nothing. No swag, no swag. Surf, nothing. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, We had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening all right i got here uh two other big topics well uh do y'all want to talk about the halftime or commercials at all halftime i'm I'm here for the usher bowl baby i'm just watching it for the halftime to keep it a bean with y'all you feel what i'm saying what are you hoping like you know it's not just going to be a performance there'll be other people up there you know what i mean like they'll do a big production what are you hoping happens you have like someone you're hoping to see join him or 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 what do you think? we obviously know yeah will be the I end hope, of it i hope it is very atl mm. it brings people up i want you to bring atlanta up it should be very atl and if you you guys me and rita have gone to the show in vegas it was so black and so atlanta i was like this is perfect that's what i want the super bowl to be i want it to be a teaser of what his residency is so i'm talking little john and now Bring the Migos up there, all Atlanta acts. That's what I'm trying to say. Jermaine Dupree, got to give Jermaine Dupree his flowers. Like, like, bro, like there was like a 10-month span with this man executive produced Confessions and Emancipation of Mimi. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Unbelievable. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, I still can't can't believe that Diddy was trying to challenge that man like he ain't have have hits, okay? You see, he (laughs) calmed calmed that down real quick. JD was like, hey, friend, this is not what you... (laughs) <laughs> bro, bro, Diddy, Diddy hopped on on live and he played Mary J. I'm going down. I'm like, nigga, you didn't make that beat. That's Rolls Royce, bro. What, what are you even fucking doing? <laughs> like, are you serious? What are we doing here, dog? Like, come on, yo. Like, you really like two out. He could he could use Confessions and Mimi and and be like, that's it. What you got? Right. I mean, like specifically from an R and B perspective. Like, if if they like did genres right. And they was like the R&B. He's a washing Diddy. Just it's off of those two close. albums it's alone. I just can't believe Diddy was so confident like that. Like, bro. But you know what? Now I do. I get it. I get it now. Well, yeah, yeah, now that we know a little bit more. Yeah, about now that we know, we, we we know exactly why he would do that. But yeah, I want it to be real Atlanta up there. Um, 
for that show. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm nervous. Like they did the what the West Coast uh, rap one was good, but I'm just nervous. Like the more you want it to be a certain way, the higher the likelihood the Red Hot Chili Peppers show up. You know what oh, I mean? I love, them. Like, oh. I love them too, but I don't want to see him with Usher on the, <laughs> at the Super Bowl. I don't. Hey, give me if, if it's a good mashup. I'm all for. I am for it. I, I never like those mashups though. I never like like I think I think it's a lot of them feel forced. But I feel like with Usher like. If he doesn't bring a bunch of people out, it's still going to be dope because he's yeah. that good of a performer. He, like, have- he has so yeah. many slaps. He has, what, 25 years of fucking bangers? You know what I mean? Well, like, hell of a performer. Right. I mean, shit, what's it like 90? Damn near 30. He came out like 94, bro. 94, 94. Yeah, 94. Yeah, 94. I understand his last album was what, like, I mean, his last song, I think, that I really fucked with was the one he had with uh with uh, Thugger. Yeah, the uh, no, no limit, baby. no limit. That was like yeah, 2019, oh, no, no limit. Okay, 2018. Yeah, so like, yeah, so I'm thinking of like that, that time frame right there. So yeah, 25, 30 years are just straight bangers and one of the best performers on the planet that's ever existed. So, I mean, it's going to be good regardless. Yep. But it'd be, yeah, it throw it in Atlanta, throw in some, some hella black shit. Oh, then, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, that and ain't going to hurt. And you know, talk, speaking of the verses, I remember before... They were, you know, people kept saying, oh, Usher should do a versus versus uh, Chris Brown. And, you know, that's a mm-hmm. now. That's no. nasty. That's disrespectful yeah. to Usher. Listen, hey, all exactly. of that noise stopped. All of that noise stopped when Usher did that Tiny Desk concert. Exactly. Listen, bro. Usher, to me, he is the greatest R&B slash pop male star since Michael and Prince, bro. Like, like flat out. It's him and there's no one else. Like, do not. Put that back flipping Jabberwocky in the same conversation <laughs> with this man. No, you Usher is in a league of his own. Now, he can his voice away. Get the fuck out of here. You like? So he look, he, he look forty five too, man. I'm like, damn, bro. You know what I'm saying? That cocaine is not your friend, brother. You know what I mean? Black don't crack until cocaine hit it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that should be cracking. Crack. Don't crack until you do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That motherfucker be pop locking, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? God, God looking like Tyrone Biggins. <laughs> 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 How you like skinned ass, you nigga? Come on, man. God damn. Come on, man. This is my question with the halftime show. Because we know that Rock Nation, um, you know, d- does the halftime. They they pick the artist. Like, how long is the NFL going to let these motherfuckers niggify the halftime show? That's what I want to know. Like, <laughs> what is the contract years? Oh, okay, live. y'all only got three more years left, and we're going Taylor Swift after this, okay? This might be it. This might be the last. It's Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem in front of Taylor Swift, you know what I mean, sitting up in the box. So, I don't This might be it. This might be it, Reba. They're putting their foot in the door. Yeah. <laughs> niggify is a hell of a word, too. Sheesh. I do not use niggify enough. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tap in. That is. <laughs> they, they, look, you know, they can't use that word, but they definitely right, right. Gonna find a word that is very uh, synonymous with niggify. Yeah, for sure. Hey, for sure. Urban so, is going to be their word. Um, so we're going to, tr- you know, we're going to change things up. And That's so funny. It's onomatopoeia. Word. It's racial onomatopoeia. It sounds like exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, they had that motherfucking Dr. Dre death row aftermath gangster rap halftime show. I, I was like, this is it, bro. Like, it's never going to get no, any black or Yeah, Beyonce did, came out when Beyonce and uh, Bruno Mars and she was out there dressed like the Black Panthers. I was like, mm. oh, our time is running short. <laughs> <laughs> and time the is running short. They didn't came out just like yeah, the Panthers. <laughs> formation. It was the formation. And oh, boy. Twitter, the magas went crazy. It may be that this might be it for us, buddy. (laughs) But it also might be that bullying works and the NFL just wants everyone to like the Super Bowl and white people on social media making fun of black artists is never going to feel the same as black people making fun of white artists on social media. You know what I mean? So it it may be a permanent victory. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They jokes don't be hit, man. Because... What the black people are gonna do is change the channel. Okay, <laughs> that's what we gonna do. If we don't like, or, or we're gonna get up and move around, we're not watch the commercials or find out who's sponsoring. Right. Show. Yeah. Like we're not hate watching halftime shows. We are literally just gonna be like, 
oh, it's time to go re-up on these wings. It's time to go get, you know, shots. You know, it, it, we're not <laughs> going to pay attention to the halftime show. As opposed to, as opposed to like white people hate watch a lot of shit, right? And and like like we see every year, the Republicans get online during the during the um, halftime show and be like, oh, I can't believe that so But you was watching, That's right, right, right. They they have to watch it. They can't get their uh, the Super Bowl went woke takes off. You know what I mean? Like they have to get the <laughs> they have to get their data points. <laughs> too woke for me but you was watching though <laughs> if it's if it's too unseasoned for me i'm not watching i'm just gonna change right. i'm just gonna change the channel when i see something unseasoned i'm going to i have adhd so it is very easy for me to just yeah. be like the <laughs> <laughs> white has 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 as as usher as big as usher has been and you know, like you know having confessions it seemed like it was this, this, this when it dropped, it, it was literally everywhere for like a year. It seemed like you could, you yeah, know, what I mean? yeah, it was literally That's, the biggest uh, radio single of that decade. Like, bro, like, yeah. so, so, like, do are, do are white people rush Usher fans too? Like, I'm, I'm wondering. The if show. Recent... It was at the show. Okay, okay. Oh, really? Okay, good for him though. Generation, because it makes sense to me that he would be, but I don't hear white people talking about Usher. You that, know what I mean? But that, he's big enough where you would think he was, you know, that they were fans as well. That's yeah. that's that's the whole thing. We also have to take in in to account how demographics have shifted, right? Like the 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 forty year old you know breadwinner who was the the prime target of demographics. They were twenty when Confessions came out, right? Like they right, were right. probably jamming to Usher. You in know the time saying? that we so, were all in college and everyone, there like white people still listen to black people. Black people were still hearing what like there was still like the one radio channel or TV channel. Like everyone was still watching MTV at that time. Yeah. Right. 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 All right. Uh, let's do some prop bets. Uh, I've looked up a couple prop bets on the DraftKings uh, yeah. prop bet board. Uh, right. First of all, just on the on the whole, and I just I, I don't have a point to this. We just we talked about it in the group chat, and I just want to put it on the show. So the Niners are favored by two points, but the money has been on uh, the Chiefs. And my friend, who's like a big gambling guy, told me he said the casinos are trying to trick people into betting on the Chiefs. He said because they're not moving that line to the extent that they would, which does, that gives me some reason to be optimistic. But in the Super Bowls that have happened so far, the the underdog is, I think they said it was 27, 28, and 2 against the spread, which is like actually might be the most impressive thing related to the sport of football I've ever heard. Because this predates computers algorithms and this is just dudes you know sitting with calculators and whatever the fuck they're doing picking spreads and they were that right down the middle for the history of the super bowl like that's fucking yeah, i don't that's know crazy. that's crazy that's yeah. it, it might be easier for me to believe it's rigged than to believe that they were that good <laughs> over 57 58 li- li- years listen bro line setters know what the fuck they doing it I think a lot of us have hopped out here like, man, I know sports. I can probably make some money off gambling. Go out there and try. <laughs> I hop out there. You see that little minus three line on an NFL game. You're like, oh, yeah. Easy They're going to win by 14. Easy. Right. Yeah. Nope. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. The line makers knew exactly what the fuck they were talking about. All right. So here's some fun prop bets. Uh, I do uh, greatly enjoy watching people uh, when, when we the Niners are in the Super Bowl. I would just be sitting in the house stressed with my family. We are we will not be at a party or at a bar, but I do enjoy watching people timing the national anthem and shit like that to see if they <laughs> if the overhit on the national anthem. So here's a couple uh, we can all pick together. The Gatorade color. The top two favorites on the odds on DraftKings are purple. Or yellow green, but what color do y'all think the Gatorade is gonna be? Mm, that's a good one. Um, I think purple, green. bro. I'm, I'm I'm going with purple. I think. What's what's purple? Like Arctic Frost or some shit? But yeah, I'm going with purple. No, it's just those two. Well, no, you There's can no pick red? any color. Those are the top two. Oh, no, I think red, red was yellow, number three. Go with the OG orange. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, me too. Orange was very low. I was surprised by that because I I had the same thought, and then I also feel like it often correlates with the team's colors. Which is why I was surprised. I thought, I thought red I, would be higher since they both have red. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like niggas ain't been drinking orange Gatorade since Florida was winning championships. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't like that shade. That's I'm sorry. 
But that's that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. We invited Rita on like, just to the, drag her the, through her worst memories. Not me. Not me. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I felt like when Florida, well, that's when niggas was drinking orange Gatorade. But uh, that's fun, 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 I am fun. A that's how they feel that way. I think it's I, red. I think it's red. I think it's I'm red. I'm a red yeah. gate. So if red is on there, I'm going with red because I feel like red, the fruit punch is the popular. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact, fun fact, Gatorade was created at the University of Florida. Yes, I know. I have yeah, a Gatorade, because of the, uh, uh, Florida Gatorades. I have, yeah. a, I have the, the yellow, uh, I mean, the orange and green, white Jordan Gatorade. Didn't they have niggas drinking pickle juice down there and shit? Uh, and then they, that's why they created Gatorade? Because of like pickle juice supposed to have, sense, so. Yeah, pickle juice supposed to help drinking, your cramps and shit. Yeah, the sodium, yeah. Electrolytes or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Electrolytes or yeah. sodium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I really like this prop bet a lot, actually. I think this one's really fun. Um, first touchdown scorer is the jersey number under 22.5 or over 22.5. So basically, is it going to be a running back or so is, is it a Mc- running, back. What's McCaffrey's running back number? quarterback? Or it could, but Debo Samuel is also under 22.5. McCaffrey's 23. What's McCaffrey's number? Because he would be my person. He's 23. So over then. Okay, over. But that's what's fu- that's what's interesting to me about it is the Niners' best receiver and running back end up on the other side of that than like what Tyler would have, what, like what Tyler was saying. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay, so you all got over basically from McCaffrey. Yeah. Okay, uh, heads or tails on the coin flip? Tails never fails. Is what I, I always mean. go heads. I just go me heads. Too. Just I always go heads. What? Really? Yeah, yeah, I never go tails. Same. No, I'm yeah. a tails never fails a yeah, thousand yeah, percent of the time. For sure. I'll I'm be always the odd man out in this pod. I, I just I just feel like I'm the. I'm, no, <laughs> I'm you appreciate y'all are here. Say, hey, we yeah, yeah, y'all win here. three to two. Yeah, yeah. Y'all. No, I'm, y'all just saying, I'm, no I'm just saying between us three. Between us. Three, oh, yeah. I got you. I'm glad. Yeah. I just, I'm glad they're here. I'm glad they're here. You feel I feel like in 20 years, peanut butter and jelly, rat squirrel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you got you know outlandish opinions but in like 20 years of covering football i think i may be seeing heads call like four or five times like kids do never they never fucking never. call heads That's, but look i've seen enough times that they that heads gets called for me to be like i'm gonna go with heads now okay. in my life heads seems like it always is like you know what i'm saying like growing up i felt like it was always heads like i was playing with myself if i'm i'm choosing tails like you know, when 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 niggas was flipping coins for shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I like not playing myself like that. Pause. You know what I mean? I mean, like you know, I'm just, I'm, I was bo- it was I, it was an tails never seemed like it was something that happened. It was All always right. hit. Ninety uh, percent. I don't have the exact seconds, but are, are you taking the over or the under on the length of the national anthem? It's Reba. I'm taking the under, bro. <laughs> Listen, the, them country singers, they do not do all that carrying on that we do. She going to hop out there. She going to go sit her little notes. Right, and go sit her ass there. Don't they kind of find it disrespectful when there's too many runs? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, black people that, do that, so that's the only reason. No, I'm saying that. Okay, okay, because it's not because of runs. It's because <laughs> yeah, of it's, it's, It won't yeah, be yeah, disrespectful when Chris Stapleton does it, is what uh, Tyler's yeah, saying. Yeah, 100%. It won't be disrespectful to anybody when Chris Stapleton does it. They said they sick of you motherfuckers um, going 10 minutes for the national anthem, so now y'all got another song. And and that song got a little bit of bounce to it, right? It's a, it's a, like a little yeah. mid-tempo. So now y'all can't slow, y'all can't slow walk. Okay, lift every voice. Go they need to get Jacquees to sing that motherfucker for real. They need to get Jacquees on the national anthem, bro. Talk about you think so? <laughs> hell no, I don't. I'm like, damn, nigga. Uh, all right. I was well, actually I... listening to some Jacquees yesterday for some reason. I went to the, his, his YouTube to look at this shit. I'm like, how did he ever find this nigga? Uh, not, 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 no. Also, I'm, I'm, I was editing a video and I was going to use it as like a, as like a, as some, on some funny shit. You know what I mean? And I, I ain't like, gonna lie. How did this nigga I, ever pop, bro? That was a real time wellness check right there. I like that little weak ass. What twenty one with no kids? I like that little weak ass. The, the only song <laughs> I that I ever liked was in between the sheets. I think you know what I'm saying because it was just kind of a like I don't know when you were that's some that's a wild boy anthem, nigga. Like you know what I mean? Enjoy. <laughs> All right, that's uh, what, that's what I had to Honda, nigga. <laughs> Bring us back, Mike. Bring us back. Let me let me let me let me bring us back before we start talking about John's infamous. No, I'm not going. I'm not. No, 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 we done with that. We done with that. No, we ain't talking about. No. All right. Uh, I have been listening to. I'm a big uh, uh, eye roll at people saying the refs are cheating or the league is cheating for a team person. Like I usually just like I think that's so stupid. But 
I am fully convinced that the NFL is already cheating for the Chiefs. Did y'all hear about the uh, practice field shit that's going yep. on right now? Yep. Okay. So the teams are in Vegas. They get, they got to go and practice. So the Chiefs have the Raiders practice facility, which we know by definition is an NFL caliber practice facility. The 49ers are at the UNLV practice facility, which was artificial turf that the NFL just laid down sod on top of last week, even though their rules state, according to Adam Schefter, that the practice fields are supposed to be like certified in December. They just last week threw some shit down on top of a turf field. And the 49ers have been complaining about this shit's too soft. It's fucking them up. It's not a good field to be practicing on. Uh, And there is some data. I don't know what the fuck this measures, but according to Adam Schefter, the NFL has a hardness score for fields. The NFL average fields hardness is a 78 with no field less than 70. The 49er field is in the low 50s, according Jeez. to Schefter. I don't even know what that should sound bad, yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. I would. they would have to um, share that that uh, Vegas field. I mean, that, that Raiders field with me. I would just show up with the whole team and just like, we're just waiting for y'all to finish. So we can yeah. y'all not going to do me like that and put me on the soft ground. Y'all going to have ACL tears and all kinds of stuff. Oh, absolutely not. I'll be just waiting. Yeah. Hardness score. Having a hardness score is crazy, though. That makes me that makes me realize, you know what I'm saying? Like how much of a better, you know, product the NFL is. Where they go that far into. I can't imagine like the NBA speaking to like the 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 bounce of the of the hardwood you know what i mean yeah. like they, they think of every little small thing in the nfl i it's, mean it's, it's, it's necessary they, though like, like if, yeah you know, i'm saying if, if the field to, is too soft and those and those cleats get dug in and don't come up that's a yeah. ball acl bro. for sure for sure but i'm just saying like the the pain I mean, attention to detail in that way is important and i think that's something that nfl does that nba that other leagues yeah. don't you know i believe mean? there's still a fair number of nba teams playing on wood that's laid down on top of nhl ice right Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like Crazy. okay, is it you're playing Crazy. in a? I mean, it's built for basketball, but you're really playing in a hockey rink with some wood panels <laughs> like jigsawed together. On like condensation board. doesn't exist. Okay, right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, there is a pool. You know, there's a pool at Belmont. Uh, no, 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 not Belmont. Oh, Beverly Hills High School. Did you know that there? Have you heard about their their basketball court? I think it's unique in the world in that it opens up and it's actually on top of their pool. They only have one building to put their gym and their natatorium in. So they built the pool and then they built a mechanism by which they can move the basketball court off the top of the pool. I feel like that's more expensive than just building another. You know what I mean? Like it's just a we just la- got just money to do dumb issue. things. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, that's Beverly okay. Hills. Yep. They, yeah, it's like, right, we got right. more we money just... than land. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, uh, ladies, thank you so much for hopping on uh, and helping us break down the Super Bowl. We always uh, love seeing you guys. And I hope, uh, I hope, I forget how many of us had hearts with the 49ers, but I, I hope that we we went out and we'll just see how miserable or not miserable yeah, we are. On the other I do side too, friend. I'm, I'm tired. I'm already tired. <laughs> I, mean, I just want, I just want to see. Please, Kyle Shanahan, don't get away from Please. the run. Please. 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 I got to record like a half hour after the game is over on Sunday night, too. I, like, <laughs> please, I just beg you, please do the right thing. Don't do what the Ravens did, okay? 28th rush defense. Okay? Because you know that man loves going away from the run. He loves it. Yeah. And I'm yep. fucking tired. That's why he didn't lost two Super Bowls all fucking ready. But. <laughs> he, I, I think. I think he's another one who listens to the noise, but in on, in a different way where he's got the reputation as a quarterback whisperer and he wants to show his ass up, you know, in the Super Bowl and it has not been working for him. So, yeah, totally with you. Like, like I feel like we saw the blueprint with that run, with that uh, like seven minute drive that Josh Allen had that could have won that game if not for the touchdown drop. And not it's just old school goal, football, right? man. You got to yeah. limit the Chiefs to like four possessions. Thank you. Run the fucking ball. Take that? 10 minutes. Take 10 minutes <laughs> off the clock. Thank yes. you. Right. Sounds smart to me. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, y'all. I'm having PTSD, y'all. I'm sorry. She's scarred, bro. She's scarred, dog. Let me let me before we go. I'm gonna get this off my yeah. off my spirit because I was there. I was at the game, and um, when Zay fumbled, I immediately got up and said, "Okay, it's time to go." And we did, no, no, no. We we, we talked about yeah. your tweet. Could you give your yeah. rationale and for that? Because it was my an all time. Was with me, and he was like, "No, there's time left." And 
you you y'all ever see the Marcus Peters um snippet when he was with the Rams and he was like, I think we ain't done yet. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. I think you ain't hear me. <laughs> ready to go. You got up. But you said in your tweet, you said, I don't believe in, in remaining in negative in places. Energy, yeah, yeah. I don't believe in staying in negative spaces. I don't believe in staying in negative spaces. If y'all going to play with me, then I'm going to go where I am loved. And because of that, okay, I left my purse on the light rail. No. It left my key. Oh, God, it was a horrible night. It was horrible and funny at the same time because I really tried to act. My boyfriend ran after the fucking train. That's why you know somebody love you, right? Well, you be like, run. run after it. And they do it like a fucking dummy. So I feel love, baby, because he tried to run after that damn train for me. But but uh, that was a very long night for me. Um, I definitely do not like to stay in negative uh, energy. And I was getting all the negative vibes. I don't give a fuck how much money I spent to go up in there. My piece is priceless. I left that motherfucker and I felt, even with losing my keys and my wallet and all of that stuff, I still felt better than what I felt like when I was in that stadium. And I don't regret any of it because somebody, a good Samaritan, gave me all my stuff back anyway. Oh, good, 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 good. I feel like like running after public transportation is always the wrong decision. You know what I mean? I've seen so many motherfuckers catch L's running after the bus and shit. You know, y'all have friends who drive buses and shit. I mean, those are their those are their favorite stories. Is when people chase after them. They love telling those stories. I used to ride the bus when I first moved back to St. Louis and shit. And I remember I was going to chase one like a bus, and Adrian was like, "No, we don't do that. (laughs) We don't do that." And every yeah, yeah, and I've seen a. A number of motherfuckers catch L, so bro, thank you, Adrian, my best friend. You know what I mean? Help me down. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all soon. Right. Bye. 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 The volume. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.